Oh, hello, daughter. How are you? Good. Would you like to come into my abode? Uh, I don't know. What's it called? It's called science. Oh, thank you, science. Alright, hello, dad, and welcome to science. Hello, thank you for having me over, science. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah? See, I've yes. got my telescope out and my globe. And your uh, little thing where the electric uh, lightning goes up between the two little poles. Yeah, I've got one of those. Uh, what are those called, science? Uh, it's not a Tesla coil. It's, I don't know what it is. Okay. We'll, maybe somebody will tell us someday. I think that's maybe a sci-fi thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they use them a lot. Unless you're creating a Frankenstein. Are we going to talk about Frank? Uh, Frankenstein's going to come up what? in this episode. No way. Yeah. I read. But welcome to science. Oh, thanks for having me over at science. I've decided now you're not science, but the building we're in is science. Okay. We're inside of science. We're inside science. Hey, Dr. Science. I should no, no. Don't say that I have a doctorate degree. Okay. Hey, daughter. I have a question for you. I heard you had a question for me. What is it? What is a volcano, and how is it be-doo? Mmm, how is it be-doo? That's how you always phrase your questions, and I don't know if you do it to sound extra stupid for the bit. <laughs> uh, I got that from my friend Bethy, who I think always used to say, but how is it be-doo, or we should go to the place with the stuff and the thing. Ah. That was the way she talked, and I think I picked it up from her. All right. Well, shout out to Bethy for ruining my dad's vocabulary. Yeah, good job, Bethy. She's <laughs> a professional writer now. So one thing you might want to know is what are volcanoes named after? That's a thing it sounds like I would want to know. Do you have a suspicion? I think, oh, volcanoes are named after the god Vulcan, who is Roman, I think. Sort of. Or Greek. Volcanoes are named after the island Volcano. Oh, okay. There, so there was an um, island just called Volcano. Yeah, it's between Italy and Sicily. Okay. And the Romans thought that it was the chimney for the forge of the god Vulcan, who was the god of blacksmiths. That makes sense in like a kind of an ancient world kind of way. The island of Volcano hasn't erupted since the 1880s. Oh, I'm sorry, Volcano. It's not a very good volcano. Right. They probably don't want it to erupt a lot. Yeah. Ideally, volcanoes would not erupt. Now. Uh, anymore. Uh, now that we have all our land. Yeah, we have enough. Um, <laughs> is it still an active volcano, though? What does that even mean? It is not. Okay. I, will we get into the difference of an active and inactive volcano? It's pretty clear which ones are active and which ones are dormant. Right. Can the dormant ones become active? They can after a long time. Okay. I don't mean to get ahead of you. I'm sure you have a plan for this. Let's talk about how you make a volcano. How I make a volcano? Well, how God makes volcanoes. Oh, okay. I didn't think we got into that guy on this podcast. No, uh, we aren't. Okay. But this is how volcanoes are made anyway. Okay. I'm, I'm ready and excited. You know, um, 
Do you know plate tectonics at all? I've heard of him. What do you think plate tectonics are? Okay, here we go. I think the crust of the earth is kind of divided up into all these different plates that kind of shift around a little bit. And sometimes there's this thing called subduction where one plate will go underneath another plate and get melted back down into the mantle of the earth. That's actually really good. Thank you. I remember that from a little place called high school. Ah. And that's where mountains come from, right? Where two plates crash together and they make... um, Yes, it is. That is where mountains come from. But, so, let's talk about plate tectonics. And you know convection, how that works, that hot fluid will rise and cold fluid will fall? Yeah, that's what makes your fries hot when you make them in the oven. Well, in a convection oven. Yeah. Sure. So, you have the core of the Earth, which is under intense pressure and has a lot of radioactive decay going on. Oh, sure. Not a place you want to visit. And that radioactive decay will heat up the surrounding rock. Uh Uh-huh. And then that melted rock will want to rise. Sure. Why wouldn't it? And as it rises, it'll move the crust that's floating on top of it. Because then it goes all the way up and it cools down and then it falls down again. So it, it does it in like a circular motion? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's called a convection cell. Uh, okay. I gotcha. That is how the plates are moving around. They are under these convection cells. Okay. And that's moving the plates. Now, do the plates all, are they always moving in the same direction? For the most part, they're moving in the same direction. Okay. Not as each other, but plates don't normally change direction. Okay, gotcha. But now that you know what plates are and how they move, let's get into the three ways volcanoes are made. Uh, Okay, way number one, uh, someone makes a wish. All right, the four ways volcanoes are made. Number one, wish making. Yes. Um, The second, I guess, Uh is divergent plates. This is the most common source of volcanoes. Okay. And most of them are underwater. Okay. Like under the ocean. Okay. I figured. This happens when two tectonic plates are moving away from each other. Okay. What's a, and as what's the, a tectonic plate? Those are the plates of the earth, plates of the crust of the earth. Okay. That's what they're okay, called. Okay, they're just called tectonic plates. To differentiate yes. them from like salad plates. Exactly. So, and as the plates move away from each other, Uh the crust between them will thin out. Sure. And hot magma rises under the thin crust. That makes sense. And having that hot magma under the thin crust will melt the crust. Oh, this is sounding so delicious. And, (laughs) yeah, it's a cheesy sensation. Uh And this will melt the rock and allow the magma to flow to the surface. And become the new... So basically, imagine you have, like, a cheesy pizza with, like, stuffed crust. Uh, Here's a trick. I've been imagining that the whole time. (laughs) And you pull the crust apart, and that cheese flows to the top. Okay, this only works on stuffed crust pizza. Yes. That makes sense. Sure. And the... Have you heard of the Mid-Atlantic Ridge? Yes. I have heard of the Mid-Atlantic Ridge. This is how that was formed. Okay, and that's like the most active volcanoes in any area. Is that right? 
Yeah, these most active volcanoes are these divergent plates. Mm. And they're in the mid, uh, most of them are in the mid-Atlantic Ridge. Yes, they okay. are. Uh, the island of Iceland was formed in this way, by the way. Oh, okay. And Hawaii, maybe? Not Hawaii. We will get to Hawaii. Oh, good. I can't wait. All right. And now most volcanoes that we see on the surface, on the land, are convergent plates, which you touched on a little bit earlier. Oh, that's where two plates are ramming together. Yes. Mm. See, convergent versus divergent. That makes sense. So, convergent plates are when two plates, normally a continental plate and an oceanic plate, I, collide. Okay, that makes sense. And one plate will slide under the other. Okay. In a process known as subduction. Ah, uh, did I know that word when I said it? I feel real... Yes, oh, you did. man, I'm so smart as hell. <laughs> um, it's usually the less dense plate the oceanic plate uh -huh. that subducts under the denser plate. Uh -huh. So you you can imagine the oceanic plate sort of sliding underneath the continental plate. Right, right, right. And does it take all the crabs and fishies with it? It's moving a little too slow for okay. that, but it does take water with oh, it. Oh, okay. Because the minerals from the oceanic plate are like soaked. Oh, sure, that makes sense. So they will release water into the mantle, which puts steam inside the mantle. Oh, that sounds like it's going to cause a problem. And this will lower the melting temperature of the crust. Like, you know how putting ice in water will lower its melting temperature? Uh, I did not know that. Putting ice in water uh, lowers the ice's melting temperature. Doesn't it just... So, like, how you put ice on... How you put salt on ice when it's outside? Oh, yeah, yeah, the salt will... Yeah, okay, I got you. I'm following. So, it's kind of like that with the water and the rock. Okay. That makes sense to me. Because the water is salty. And so, the, so, this lowers the temperature of the surrounding crust, allowing cool rock from the continental plate to float down while the hot rock flows up. Sure. That's convection That's again. convection again. Convection again. Okay, got it. So in this sliding zone between these two plates is where you get um, active volcanoes. Right, right, right. And these are convergent plate volcanoes. So when they actually, does it, uh, do they always like erupt or do they sometimes just kind of like steam out? Sometimes they steam out. Right. It's not, um, it's not like ever, they're constantly erupting. Right. But it is... It does create this, like, pocket of magma that comes up to the surface. Right. And it doesn't necessarily have to erupt. That's how we have dormant volcanoes. Uh -huh. But it is there. Right. And over time, does it, like, build up more and more stuff on the surface? Okay. Yeah. And now let's get into Hawaii. Uh-huh. Which is its own category. Kind of. Okay. It's called a hot spot. Okay. And now we know that hot spots are in fixed positions, and they do not travel with the tectonic plates that are on top of them. Interesting. So they just they just stay there while you, everything else is moving? Exactly. So you know how Hawaii is like the series of islands? Right. That's because this hot spot, this volcano, is staying in the same place while the crust moves over it. Oh, weird. Okay. So it's producing this, this magma... Right that becomes lava, which becomes land, on a fixed point, and as the plate moves over it, it becomes different islands. Oh, that's interesting. I had no idea. So, what was going on with the recent eruptions there? Um, there was just a lot of hot magma underneath it, so it, it's an active volcano. Okay, so was that probably the, uh, 
the most recently formed island that was having that, or do the old islands still have active volcanoes? The most recently formed islands will have the most active volcanoes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, uh, the science behind a hotspot uh-huh. is not really well understood, the way the science behind the convergent plates and the divergent plates is. Okay. There are different hypotheses. Okay. About... One but is a wish gone wrong. One is a wish okay. gone wrong. The second, and probably more uh, probable, uh-huh. is that something called a mantle plume. That sounds fancy. Um, so I told you about how there's all this radioactive decay and heat coming from near the Earth's core, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can tell. <laughs> um, so this theory says that there is flow from the lower mantle, like the core mantle boundary, uh-huh. that gets superheated somehow, like even hotter than compared to the rest of the mantle around you it. You can imagine. And it flows from the Earth's core all the way up to the crust. Oh, just real quick. Okay, hence the the word plume. Yeah, and that is what... Um, the information I got for this episode was mostly gotten from National Geographic and from LiveScience.com. But um, then everything I had was checked with Dr. Jen Latimer from Indiana State University. She is a geologist, and she helped me out with this. You really took the time on this one. I didn't do anything. Well, I charged up the batteries. Well, you did the second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that the second time. Yep. This episode was uh, some doing, by the way, audience. Well, I'm sure... We all appreciate it. (laughs) So now, if you remember, I did talk a little bit about Frankenstein. Yeah, and uh, okay, I'm curious about how Frankenstein fits into all this. All right. The deadliest eruption of a volcano in recorded history... I know this, but go on. ...was the 1815 explosion of Mount Tabora in Indonesia. Uh Um, The blast was one of the most powerful ever documented... Ever documented... Uh And created a crater about four miles across and 3,600 feet deep. Yeah, wow. And a superheated, superheated plume of hot ash and gas shot 28 miles into the sky. Yeah, and it blacked everything out, right? Yes. And that's, when I, that's how it ties into Frankenstein. Because the eruption and the immediate dangers killed about 10,000 people in Indonesia. Uh-huh. But the volcano volcanic ash and gas injected into the atmosphere obscured the sun and increased the reflectivity of the earth cooling the surface and causing what's known to this day as the year without a summer was this all over the world or was this just in this was all over the world that's so crazy it's estimated that starvation and disease caused directly from this volcano killed more than eighty-two thousand people and the gloomy conditions of this quote year without a summer are often credited as the inspiration for the many gothic horror tales that came out during this time, such as Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Right. I think that book was written when Mary Shelley and a bunch of people got together and they were all supposed they were all writers and they had a contest to see who could write the creepiest story. And I think yeah. she won. I mean in Definitely. my mind. I think she's the history winner. She's the winner of yeah. history. But you know who the winner of science is? Us. Who? Yep. We're all victors of science. We're all victors of science. We're Victor Von Science. Yep. Some of us are victors of Frankensteins. (laughs) Some of us are just victors of science. I think we did real good. Any other volcano facts I should know? 
or I should watch out for? Um, it's called lava when it's on the surface and magma when it's under the surface. You might yeah, know you that. you don't want to get those wrong. They get real testy about it. Um, I actually asked Dr. Latimer about that, and she said she didn't know exactly why. But, I mean, it makes sense. you got to have two different But it's just words. a... Yeah, it's just a con- convention. Right, right, right. It makes sense to me. you got to have two different words or it gets confusing. Yeah. So, magma's under the surface. Lava is on the right. surface. So, magma won't kill you because you can't touch it. It... But lava Magma will kill you. would kill you if you could get to it. Because then it would be lava. Wait, yes. Well, if you were down there, it would still be magma. But what are you doing down there? Yeah, if you teleported yeah, down but there. don't do that. Try not to teleport into the yeah. earth. And if you do, not into the magma. Okay. It's all... Never mind. <laughs> well, I mean, you could teleport into the crust, but then you couldn't breathe. Yeah, there's a lot of ways teleporting into the earth will kill you. <laughs> Try not to the do it. The worst one? Wish gone wrong. Wish gone wrong. Careful with wishes. That's the plot That's of this episode, learned. is to be careful with careful your wishes. what you wish for. You might end up in the magma. Uh, well, I feel like I learned a lot. About Vulcan. About. About the earth. About Frankenstein. Lava. You name it. Teleportation. Yep. Where and where not to go. Thanks for having me over to your science. Thanks for coming over and not doing anything. Well, my recorder made it the whole time, so that's something.